Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Aloha! Aloha, so happy to be with you. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing to join together. And I got a very strong, uh, clear directive from Spirit to keep our relationship series going here. So let's do it. <laughs> Let us do it. So we're joining together. As always, we begin with prayer. And uh, since our topic today is relationship restoration, we are ah, restoring ourselves, restoring our relationship. Yes, indeed. Giving thanks that we can choose this healing, this restoration. So we place our hand on our heart and declare that we're wholeheartedly available for the healing, the transformation, the restoration that we are calling forth, taking this breath of love and gratitude, we are grateful and thankful to call upon the Holy Spirit, the higher Holy Spirit self, to lead us and guide us. We're making a holy offering of our relationships. We're making a holy offering of all the blocks to love, whatever the resentments, the regrets, the resistance and the reluctance. We're opening our hearts and our minds to love, compassion, true forgiveness, wholeness, and freedom. We are willing to be patient, to be kind, to be generous in our heart and in our mind, with ourselves and with our brothers and sisters. We are willing to have a restoration in our mind, in our heart, in our relationships, in our very life. So we are grateful and thankful to share the benefits of the healing we're calling forth. We are grateful to share the benefits with all beings because we're one with them. We are grateful to fully receive the insight, the wisdom, the clarity, and the healing. In gratitude, in divine grace, in joy... In true willingness, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. All right. So I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. So I was telling Jeff, my wonderful engineer, we've got a lot of uh, VOG for the last couple of days, which is volcanic smoke from the big island of Hawaii uh, blowing on the wind and it mixes with the fog and we get VOG. We don't have smog here, we have VOG. So sometimes my throat just catches in there. Okay, so we've we've been working up to the healed relationship which is section 5 and chapter 17 done a lot of shows over the years uh, a lot of teaching on the holy relationship and and the healed relationship so uh and we often get so um I, the first part of this section five, the healed relationship, is so rich and so full, we often don't get to the later part. So I thought we'd go speeding through the early part and go to the later part. So, and you've, you've heard me recap this, uh, in the last month. Uh, the healed relationship is when we're, we allow the Holy Spirit to transform our unholy, special relationship, ego-based relationship, to a holy relationship. And it says here that in, in A Course of Miracles, it says, and in this section, in previous sections, that this transformation of the special relationship to holy relationship is the single best tool we have for our awakening. So all of the curriculum of A Course in Miracles 
it's it, it, I'll, I'll say this in my perception it does not offer us as much as just doing this curriculum of the healed relationship and really focusing on having holy relationships in all our relationships and of course because it offers the greatest healing it also offers us the greatest challenges because the ego will cling and cling and cling and cling. But this is where we can get so much help from the invisible. Remember, too, that the Holy Spirit is your higher self. It is the great, mighty I Am presence of your being. So a lot of times in our life, you've heard me say this many, many times before, if we're trying to understand things, if we're trying to figure them out, what's the best strategy, how to do it, we're entrenched in the ego because the I Am presence, the Holy Spirit, our higher self knows, it knows, just waiting for us to be willing to follow, to be willing to accept and to receive that divine guidance and to stop trying to figure it out. The ego cannot figure it out. All the ego can do is help you find coping and managing strategies. But that's not what we're for. We are the Christ. We are the Son of God. We are the Son of the Holy Mother and the Holy Father. We are the one child, the only begotten child. And we are God itself. We are part of God. We're not meant to struggle and to labor in vain. We don't have to figure anything out. All we have to really do is be willing to remember that there's that within us which is perfect, whole, complete, and already knows. So everything in A Course in Miracles is designed to get us to stop the managing, coping strategies of trying to figure things out and implement the ego thought system and instead completely turn away from it and to have trust and faith in the Holy Self. The Holy Spirit self, the higher self, the Holy Spirit. So that's why in the manual for teachers, Jesus tells us that trust is the number one characteristic of anyone who's a teacher of God. And we're all meant to be teachers of God. So we're always teaching the efficacy of our choices. Everyone in the universe is watching, feeling, listening, perceiving what our choices are and the motivation. So are we coming from ego motivation or are we coming from divine inspiration? Just like we can choose love or fear, we can choose inspiration or motivation. Now, a lot of us have spiritualized the ego. The ego's in charge of our spiritual practice, and we don't even know it. That was so true for me for a long time, at least 20 years. The ego was in charge of my spiritual practice and studies. When we put the Holy Spirit in charge of our spiritual development, the study takes a backseat and the practical application comes forward. So, The greatest example of this is the healed relationship. So the special relationship is the thing that keeps us in the ego mindset. And the holy relationship is the thing that sets us free. If anyone in a relationship calls upon the Holy Spirit to transform the relationship from unholy to holy, from special to holy, that's all that's needed because we're all one with each other. So... You don't even have to tell the other person. They don't even have to know. You are the savior of the world. This is the teaching of A Course in Miracle. And it says in the healed relationship, paragraph 3, again, chapter 17, section 5, my page 362, this invitation to the Holy Spirit is accepted immediately and the Holy Spirit wastes no time in introducing the practical results of him of asking him to enter. 
At once, his goal replaces yours. This is accomplished very rapidly, but it makes the relationship seem disturbed, disjunctive, and even quite distressing. The reason is quite clear. For the relationship, as it is, is out of line with its own goal and clearly unsuited for the purpose that has been accepted for it. So the purpose of the special relationship is shelter against the storm, affirming that there are problems, that there's a storm, that you need protection, and that you're not responsible for the storm. Things are happening to you. You're a victim. You're in a little boat on a big ocean, and this person is your savior. That's the special relationship. It could be your dog. It could be your boss. It could be your parent. It could be your child. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. Unholy relationships come in all kinds of flavors. It's not the form of the relationship that makes it special. It has nothing to do with the form of the relationship. It has to do with the purpose of it. The purpose of a special relationship is to keep you playing small and stuck. In separation. The purpose of the holy relationship is to help you understand the oneness and unity of all life and to liberate from ego domination and to start really listening to the Holy Spirit and to set yourself free and accept the atonement, which is the full realization that separation never existed nor could it exist. It's just an illusion. So this is the purpose of the special and the holy relationship. Two, diametrically, nothing could be more opposite than the purposes of the special relationship and the holy relationship. So the minute you give the relationship to the Holy Spirit, the purpose of the relationship is quickly changed. So now the relationship, as it was designed for a special relationship, to keep the ego going and going and going, it's not going to work that way anymore. So now the relationship is going to seem ill-fitting. It'll seem disjunctive. It'll seem uh, distressing and disturbed. So now the, the, the relationship is going to start to change because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And this is what the Holy, this is what Jesus tells us in no uncertain terms here in paragraph three. Many relationships have been broken off at this point, and the pursuit of the old goal, the special relationship, reestablished in another relationship. So this is what happens. Remember, you know, so many times, one of the main things that people come to me with is my relationship isn't working well. Should I leave my relationship? And my suggestion is always, first of all, I ask them, well, we're all one with each other, and we're all eternal. Where are you going to go? If you leave the relationship, where are you going to go? How are you going to get away? You know, it's like, you can't get away from God. Even if you make your bed in hell, God is there. So where are you going to go? You can't go anywhere. So, And the thing is, all you can do in the illusion is go somewhere else. If you try to break off that relationship, you won't succeed because you're one, because you're eternal. However, you can start a new special relationship and you can start the process of healing all over again. And that's what most people do again and again and again. They break the relationship off and they start all over again. They look for just another special relationship substitute again and again and again. This is why spiritual practice saves time. Saves time spent in suffering. Kind of a no-brainer if you're willing to really think about it. So it says here, the temptation of the ego becomes extremely intense once there's the shift in goals in the relationship. For the relationship has not as yet been changed sufficiently to make its former goal completely without attraction. So when we're in this transition, the, the goal of the special relationship, the shelter from the storm, the um, false idleness of that relationship still has appeal. We haven't healed that yet. So now it just becomes, well, this relationship is so unpleasant and so difficult and challenging, and I don't know my way around it. 
is we have to learn our way around a holy relationship. It's a different kind of a relationship. It has a different way to it. Everything about it is different. And a lot of times, if we don't know our way around, and we're still identified with the ego, then we feel terrified. Who am I in this relationship? I don't know. I can't tell my neighbors and my friends and my co-workers what this relationship is about. It's in flux. If I can't tell what it's about, if I don't know who I am in this relationship, I'm at lost. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable. You see, this is what happens, and this is why people just start grasping at a new special relationship. Because they think they know who they are in that special relationship. But the fact is, they don't. All they know is they know how to identify with the ego and relate to somebody else who's identified with the ego. So, being in a relationship as your holy self with someone else who is... I, making that same transition to identify with their holy self, that's a totally new journey for almost everyone who's going through this challenge, if not absolutely everyone. So the ego cannot stand to be in new territory, and it certainly doesn't like being in loving territory. So you can see how the ego is going to have every button pushed. And it's going to be like all the demons coming up a lot of the time, unless you're totally committed. So the demons come up, and the demons are saying to you, Get out! You know, like in one of those horror movies where the house has demons in it. And the relationship is like a house. Right? Remember I was talking about this in recent episodes? So it's it's like the, the ego builds your relationship like a house that you build it one room at a time. Oh, now we need a, a playroom. Oh, now we need a, a sex room. Oh, now we need a I need some time away from you room. And the, so the ego just keeps building this totally dysfunctional house where things don't make sense. Imagine if you had an architect uh, design your home uh, one room at a time and with no sense of how the other rooms work together and the flow of the whole thing, right? But the Holy Spirit knows how to completely, while you're in living in that relationship, that's been built so haphazardly. The Holy Spirit knows how to tear the whole thing down to the ground and rebuild it while you're living in it. But there are going to be times when it feels really uncomfortable only when you're identified with the ego. If you can keep partnering up, as I say it so often, keep every time you feel uncomfortable, just say, Holy Spirit, help me now. Help me now. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I can feel myself clinging to the old way. I'm not interested in the old way. I'm interested in having maximum transformation. Now, one of the things that's really going to, your buttons are going to get so pushed is the relationship will feel threatened. It will feel threatened. It will feel like, Oh, you're going to walk away. Oh, they're going to walk away. Oh, it's going to fall apart. It's never going to make it. Uh, it's never going to be what I'd like it to be. Now, I've been through this many times because I, I decided to have all holy relationships. So I've been through it in all my relationships. And some of them are still becoming holy. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes even I cling to my thought of, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and I, that's where my work is. And I can attest to this is your maximum healing opportunity. So don't give up. And I can honestly say that some of my special relationships, when I gave them to the Holy Spirit, that seemed to be the end of temporarily communication. I don't really talk to those people anymore. Some of them I haven't talked to in many years. Some of them since the minute I gave it to the Holy Spirit. But you know what? In every single one of them, I have peace. I have harmony. 
even to the ones I don't talk to anymore. And all the craving, the attachment, all that sense of trying and yearning to make it be what I thought it could be, all that angst and agitation and suffering, where did it go? What happened to it? Gone. Totally gone. Amazing, miraculous healing. I couldn't have done it. My personality couldn't have done it. The ego couldn't have done it. And I'm so grateful I gave it to the Holy Spirit. And I kept giving it. Every time I tried to take it back, oh, I'd realize, oh my God, I just took that back. Now I'm giving it back to you, Holy Spirit. Oops. 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 I took it back. I'm giving it back again. I don't know what anything is for. Everything only has the meaning I've given to it. I'm never upset for the reason I think. Help me now. So the temptation of the ego becomes extremely intense with the shift in goals. And the relationship has not yet been changed sufficiently to make its former goal of really specialness and separation completely without attraction. And its structure is threatened. So the relationship will feel threatened sometimes. And it's threatened by the recognition of its inappropriateness for meeting its new purpose. You will think, oh my God, this relationship might end if I keep letting the Holy Spirit transform it. And I can't bear the thought that it would end. Let me just tell you, as a sister who's done this, You will feel so much better without the specialness, without the craving, the needing, the wanting, the trying to control and make it be what you think it could be. You will feel so much better. And the holiness of the new relationship, and maybe it will have a new form in the world, it's worth it. It's worth it. And there was no situation in which it was not worth it. Every single one of my relationships that have been transformed to holy, totally worth it. Would not change a thing. Would not, would not, would not. I, when I was on the other side, I couldn't believe it. Didn't believe it. But I was willing to have faith and trust. I was willing. I was, I was tired of suffering. I couldn't stand it anymore. And I was willing to put my trust and my faith in the Holy Spirit. And thank God, because it transformed my whole life. Yes, it's the way out of hell, my friend. So, the conflict between the goal and the structure of the relationship is so apparent that they cannot coexist. Yet now the goal will not be changed. Set firmly in the unholy relationship, there is no course except to change the relationship to fit the goal. Until this happy solution is seen and accepted as the only way out of conflict, the relationship may seem to be severely strained. So the thing is to just keep saying, I'm accepting the holy relationship. I'm willing to have a holy relationship. That's what worked for me. Now, it goes on here to say, and this is Jesus telling us, it would not be kinder to shift the goal more slowly. That would not be kinder. For the contrast would be obscured. And the ego given time to reinterpret each slow step according to its liking. Only a radical shift in purpose could induce a complete change of mind about what the whole relationship is for. So you see... The change that in the relationship that's happening when we make this tra- transition is for us to help us have a lot of healing in our mind. So the intensity of it is to help us heal. Well, the intensity of it is because we cling to the old form. So the more we can say, I surrender, I'm willing to have a healing, the faster it'll go. And the less painfully it will go. Be mindful. Are you clinging to the form of the relationship? Are you thinking you know what you want? Because remember, Jesus tells us so clearly in the Course, 
Stop thinking you know what will make you happy. You do not know. And you know that you do not know. You've proven it to yourself. How many times have you gone after something that you saw it would make you happy? It did not make you happy. How many times? How many more times do you need to do that? Here's what's going to make you happy. Holy relationships. Healing your mind. This is the number one tool. Holy relationships. A hundred percent. You know, um, one of the things that I offer is uh, spiritual counseling. I've been a spiritual counselor as a science of mind practitioner since 2000. So 16 years I've been counseling couples and peoples and individuals and parents and, oh, just every kind of situation. And I started my sacred circle Oh, I'm not sure when it was, maybe four years ago. And that's a weekly open spiritual counseling call. Anyone can call in with a question of any kind. So I do that four times a month, once a week, is almost every week. And it's $33 a month. Anyone can join, and you get all the recordings. And you can ask a question every week if you like. There are many people who ask a question almost every week. And... Almost all the questions are about relationship. Almost all of them. This is our big issue. And what A Course in Miracles tells us, we talked about in the last recent episodes, this is our best tool to transform our mind. Because this is where we have the strongest attachment to how we think it should be. And if we can let that go to the Holy Spirit, we can have tremendous healing and tremendous fulfillment in our relationships and transform not just our life, but the lives of everyone we're in relationship with and the relationships that those people have that don't even involve us. Because when one mind is changed, all minds are changed. This is the best gift that we can give to the sonship. This is it, right here. Absolutely. How wonderful. How wonderful that we can do this. How wonderful that we have this gift. Ah, So, the relationship may seem severely strained. Do not give up. We're going to continue on here in the healed relationship. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this week is relationship restoration. And just before I jump back into that, uh, I'm going to make a couple of announcements here. Uh, if you're interested in attending the Las Vegas A Course in Miracles conference, you know, the price now for the ticket is uh, 649 I believe it is. Well, I have access to some $390 tickets if you're interested. That does not include your hotel. But it does include some of your meals. And um, so if you go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page and you scroll to the Course of Miracles conference, you'll see how to uh, get those $390 tickets if you're interested. And i just say uh, I've got a couple of events coming up here in uh, May. So uh, many people have been interested in my spiritual counseling training. I haven't opened it up in a couple of years, so I'm opening it up now. And uh, anyone can jump into my spiritual counseling training. And 
I also, as part of that training and certification, I offer an intensive. It's a week-long intensive. So I'm doing the intensive in May, and anyone can come to the intensive. So, because I've had many therapists and counselors come to the intensive, they make it a personal retreat, they learn a lot, and I'm, I'm working on it so that you can get CEU credits. So if you'd love to get CEU credits for your licenses or you're just interested in learning more about counseling people, uh, this is a great opportunity for people who do lots of counseling, coaching, uh, even for people who do things like working acupuncturists and people who work with clients and are talking with them about their issues, even for people who are parents and grandparents, if you're interested in how to uh, be a better counselor and counseling skills and have a, a really wonderful restorative healing retreat, because you'll be doing a lot of healing in my spiritual counseling intensive. Come join me this May. Uh, go to jenniferhadley.com. The, deta- the details are there. You can click right through from the uh, homepage or the events page, my spiritual counseling training intensive. And uh, I believe it's May 9th to the 16th, something like that, uh, and or the 15th, and uh it's at a beautiful retreat center in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It has a wonderful Ayurvedic spa. It's going to be just a really yummy, nourishing time. And I'm also offering a retreat that's a three-night, four-day retreat the following weekend, also in May there, also at this beautiful Art of Living Retreat Center in uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains. All the details are at jenniferhadley.com. Again, on the homepage or the events page, my Stop Playing Small Retreat. If you're tired of playing small and you'd like to really dig in and do some deep healing work, some real transformative work, that's what I'm all about on these retreats because... We can talk and talk and talk about spiritual teachings and we can read all kinds of books and listen to all kinds of audios. But when you're actually doing the inner personal work, it's such a healing and a clearing. And I know on my retreats and my events, people really connect and they make friends with people all over the world. All over the world. So come and join us. Uh, these two events, Stop Playing Small Retreat and Spiritual Counseling Intensive Retreat. Lots of opportunity for healing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think those are my main announcements. Also, my Prayer Power class. Uh, we just finished that. You can get all the audios. It's one of my more popular classes. You can download them all with the transcripts. It's not a free class, but uh, Prayer Power, one of my most popular classes for people who are really interested in become a, a powerful prayer person. Prayer is the most powerful technology I know. It is that direct connection with the higher Holy Spirit self. Yeah, baby. Okay, so let's go back to the healed relationship. Chapter 17, Section 5, and we're in Paragraph 5, talking about allowing the Holy Spirit to continue to do its work. So, what Jesus tells us here is, as the change develops, so as we allow the Holy Spirit to continue to do the work, As a change develops and is finally accomplished, it grows increasingly beneficent and joyous. But at the beginning, the situation is experienced as very precarious. You'll notice in this section, Jesus is warning us again and again and again. It's, it's precarious. It's uh, disturbed. It's disjunctive. It's distressing. It's filled with conflict. It's extremely intense. It's severely strained. He's not mincing words in this section. He's telling you, this is your best opportunity to heal your mind, and it is challenging. 
But if you just over and over again just keep saying, I don't know what anything is for. I'm only interested in a holy relationship. I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. That's what I did. It was very challenging to me. It was certainly the most challenging thing I've ever done and the most worthwhile. It was the making of me. Transformed my whole life. Give it everything you have. Let the Holy Spirit do its work. Remember, Holy Spirit is your true nature, your true identity. It's not something outside of you. It's not a separate will. There's only one will. It's God's will. And your higher Holy Spirit's will is your will. Now, it seems like the ego has its own will, but the ego is nothing. It's nothing. All it can do is create smoke and mirrors and illusions. Real love is worth everything you have to do to get to. It is worth everything. It's your way home. It's your way back. It's your way out of suffering and misery. Do not give up and go create another special relationship. Do not. Stay the course. The form of the relationship may change. Stay the course. It may change and change and change again. I know so many people who have done it completely uniquely. Marriages that split up got back together. Marriages that uh, shifted and changed into just really close friends. You have to be willing to let go of the form of the relationship. That attachment will keep you in your suffering. You must surrender it in order to have the healing. There's just, there's not another way. There's not another way. So, it says here, a relationship undertaken by two individuals for their unholy purposes suddenly has holiness for its goal. As these two contemplate their relationship from the point of view of the new purpose, they are inevitably appalled. Their perception of the relationship may even become quite disorganized. And yet, the former organization of their perception no longer serves the purpose they agreed to meet. Now, you may be the only one in your relationship who's focused on this transformation. You do not have to tell the other person in the relationship that you are allowing the Holy Spirit to change it. You don't have to tell them. You're not in charge of their mind. Stay focused on your own mind. Do your own work. And it says here in paragraph 6, This is the time for faith. And this is how a lot of people develop faith. By riding this bucking bronco. This is the time for faith. You let this goal be set for you. That was an act of faith. Do not abandon faith now that the rewards of faith are being introduced. If you believed the Holy Spirit was there to accept the relationship, why would you now not still believe that the Holy Spirit is there to purify what he has undertaken under his guidance? Have faith in your brother in what seems to be a trying time. Have faith in the other person that even if it looks like they're not listening to the Holy Spirit and they have no intention of listening to the Holy Spirit, all minds are joined. Hold in your awareness that they are listening to the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is speaking to them. Be willing to see everything as holy. Do not give up this view. Keep surrendering. Keep releasing the attachment to the Holy Spirit for healing. Have faith in your brother in what seems to be a trying time. Now the ego counsels thus. Substitute for this relationship another relationship to which your former goal was quite appropriate. So this is where the ego starts saying, get out of here, get out, get out, go, get another special relationship. And you have to say, no, I'm only interested in holy relationship. There's nowhere for me to go until this relationship is made holy. That This is where I'm staying. Now... I uh, just want to be really clear here. 
if if there's violence in the relationship, if there's emotional violence and all of that, well, certainly do not allow yourself to be treated poorly. There's no benefit to that. Only the ego would allow you to be treated poorly. Only the ego. There is no value to staying in a relationship situation where someone is treating you poorly. You can't really leave the relationship. That's just an illusion. But you can leave the situation. And you can work on the relationship from afar. That works really well. People have accomplished so much by doing that. Don't give up on the relationship. And surely, only the person who is identified with the ego would allow themselves to be mistreated. And that doesn't matter whether you're at work or in any kind of a relationship. Only your ego would allow you to be mistreated. Because only the ego believes you're unworthy. It's really important to understand that. So, you can escape from your distress only by getting rid of your brother. That's what the ego will tell you. You need not part entirely if you choose not to do so. But you must exclude major areas of fantasy from your brother to save your sanity. And then it says in italics, Hear not this now with exclamation point. There aren't that many exclamation points in A Course in Miracles, but this one is. So hear this. Have faith in the Holy Spirit who answered you. He heard. Has he not been very explicit in his answer? You are not now wholly insane. It might feel like it, but you're in that split between trying to serve two masters is what happens. Can you deny that the Holy Spirit has given you a most explicit statement? Now the Holy Spirit asks for faith. Excuse me. Now the Holy Spirit asks for faith a little longer, even in bewilderment. For this will go, and you will see the justification for your faith emerge to bring you shining conviction. And I can testify about that. Abandon the Holy Spirit not now, nor your brother. This relationship has been reborn as holy. So hear this now, exclamation point. You must get rid of the fantasy. So the fantasy of the special relationship that's the way you want it to be. That's the fantasy you have to get rid of. That's the thing that you have an attachment to. At least I know that's the way it was for me, is I had an attachment to how I thought the relationship would be if it was the way I wanted it to be. And I had a fantasy about that, and I had such a strong attachment to it. It was excruciating to let it go, but I managed to do it because I kept giving it to the Holy Spirit again and again and again and again. Thousands of times. Thousands of times. But it worked. And it worked in so many different kinds of relationships. It's really worth it. So hear this now. So, hmm. Accept with gladness what you do not understand. And that's what I had to do. I just kept saying, I don't know what anything is for. But I am accepting it with gladness. I do not know what anything is for. It's for my healing. I accept my healing with gladness. I do not know what anything is for, but I'd like to. I accept the insight with gladness. I'm willing. I'm available. I'm wholeheartedly available. Please take these attachments, these cravings, these fantasies from my mind. I'm no longer interested in them. Higher Holy Spirit Self, heal my mind now. And let everyone who has these same attachments and fantasies have a healing as well. I'm interested only in my holy relationships. And it worked for me. Thousands of times. So worth it. Nothing is more worth it. Honest to God. It says here, 
you will find many opportunities to blame your brother for the failure of your relationship. For it will seem at times to have no purpose. A sense of aimlessness will come to haunt you and to remind you of all the ways you once sought for satisfaction and thought you found it. Forget not now the misery you really found and do not breathe life into your failing ego. For your relationship has not been disrupted. It has been saved. You see, it's been saved. I can't explain enough how true that is. That even though the form of the relationship might change, if you really love this person, or you hate them, you know, when you start out, whatever's going on, your salvation is in that holy relationship. And it's no, there's no better place to find it. I cannot stress this enough. You are very new in the way of ways of salvation. And you think you've lost your way. Your way is lost. But think not that this is lost. Okay? In this section, he really talks like Yoda, doesn't he? <laughs> so, think you not. Yeah, that, that's very Yoda, isn't it? Yoda from Star Wars. So, this is, we're finding your, your holy legs, if you will. Like sea legs, you know, you find your, your land legs or sea legs. You're finding your way in the holy relationship. It's new territory. Very new territory. And it's beautiful. I'm inviting you to allow yourself to be in a new territory and to have trust and faith. So this is a beautiful way that you can learn trust and faith. It says, In your newness, remember that you and your brother have started again together. Take your brother's hand to walk together along a road far more familiar than you now believe. So the road is more familiar than you believe. But as you move along this road of holy relationship, you'll start to realize that it feels more congruent with your beingness. That your heart does know the way. And there is a familiarity that will begin to break out. And the strength will build until you feel confident. Until you really have faith. And the reward of faith is the healing of your whole life. Now, if that's not worth it, I don't know what is. So it says, take your, your brother's hand to walk together along the road far more familiar than you now believe. Is it not certain that you will remember a goal unchanged throughout eternity? So the goal of your life, the purpose of your being is what you're going to find on this road to the holy relationship. And as soon as you really begin to experience it, the familiarity of it, because remember, it's your nature, it's your eternal nature, it's always been known to you. So the familiarity will start to make itself known to you in your awareness through your willingness. And the beauty of it will astound you, absolutely astound you. It says, for you have chosen but the goal of God, from which your true intent was never absent. Yes. Whew. Well, we didn't get all the way through it. I think we're going to have one more session here on the holy relationship. It's wonderful, isn't it? Ah. So just as I'm coming to a close here, just a reminder that uh, there are a few more tickets left at the discounted price for the Course in Miracles Conference uh, in um, Las Vegas, April. So that's coming right up. And um, 
$390 for the ticket. So you're saving like $260 over the, the current price that's available. And you can, um, then you still have your hotel and some meals and things, expenses. Um, and then the two uh, offerings in May, the Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive and uh, for uh, anyone and uh, for life coaches, therapists, all kinds of people. And you can, uh, we're working it out so you can get CEUs. If you'd like to help us with that, that would be great. We could use some help with that. If you have any experience with CEUs for therapists and people who go for that kind of licensing, life coaching, if you'd like to help us with that, we're accepting volunteers. Also, we're accepting some volunteers for some of the things related to this project of the uh, transcription and organizing that. And people have been writing in. I'll be responding to you shortly about that. And um, and then the Stop Playing Small in May, the Stop Playing Small retreat. Come join us. So wonderful when we can get together and do the deep work in person. Woo! All right. And I'm going to be doing some events in New York, some forgiveness workshops in New York. So stay tuned for that as well. Let's place our hand on our heart. And... Take this breath of love and gratitude together. We're grateful. We're thankful for the harmony, for the wholeness, for the healing in our relationships. We're grateful and thankful to put the Holy Spirit in charge. So grateful for our healing. We're willing to accept it fully and completely right now. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Oh, and this radio show... And our whole transcription project, all of that is funded by your donations and contributions. If you'd like to make a contribution, you can go to jenniferhadley.com. It's tax deductible, your contribution. And you also can set up a monthly offering, uh, any amount that you choose. You can make a one-time don- donation or set it up to make a recurring monthly donation. And that supports us being able to offer this radio show. And and to maintain the archive. So, thank you so very much. God bless you. I love you. Have a great week.